It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Bill Belichick has been shopping quarterback Mac Jones, and the Washington Commanders should absolutely be looking to buy. And I'll tell you why you shouldn't be so quick to dismiss the quarterback right now on Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to Commanders fans of the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. Please subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts so you always get the latest episodes when they drop. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there, here, or on Twitter at dharrison82 or text me anytime at 202-760-2644. Thanks for making Locked On Commanders your first listen or view today and every day. This episode is all about Mac Jones, and I need you to do me a favor and listen or watch to this incompletion before you completely make up your mind on what I'm about to say because Patriots head coach, has Bill Belichick, has been looking for buyers to take Mac Jones off his hand, and I think Washington should be interested in potentially bidding for the third-year quarterback. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk recently said, Quote, per a source with knowledge of the situation, Belichick has shopped Jones to multiple teams during the 2023 offseason. The full list of possible destinations isn't known. The teams mentioned as potential destinations were the Raiders, Texans, Buccaneers, and Commanders. End quote. And, of course, you hear Commanders, so that is where we come into this conversation. Now, there are a lot of layers here. I'm going to dive into them all, as many as I can anyway, uh, in this episode. So, again... Please stick with me through the end because everything kind of falls in uh, together in in uh, totality. Once you wrap it all up here at the end, we will do that uh, here at the end of this episode. And then please tell me what you think. But I promise you, I think you're going to like the price tag that I present as an option for what the commanders could pay to get Mac Jones on the roster. First and foremost, before we can say why the commanders should entertain this, we have to know really what we're talking about here. And that starts with, of course, the cost, what the Patriots are going to potentially want in any type of trade offer. And for, to do that, we have to look back at some historical examples of first-round quarterbacks drafted who played, performed somewhat well, also had struggles, eventually wore out their welcome uh, with the team that drafted them, and then what those teams got in the trades uh, that kind of came after uh, all of that stuff went down. So to start, we're going to start with Sam Darnold and with Carson Wentz. And no, this is not the Carson Wentz trade to the Washington Commanders we're talking about. We're talking about the trade that sent him from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Indianapolis Colts. First, we're going to talk about Sam Darnold and the trade that lent him uh, to the Carolina Panthers. In that deal, the New York Jets got a 2021 sixth round pick, which was a 226th pick overall. They ended up with a 2022 second round pick, which ended up being 38th overall, and a 2022 fourth round pick, which turned out to be the 111th pick in uh, the 2022 NFL draft. And this trade went down in 2021, the Jets getting one late round pick that year and then a day two pick uh, the following year and then a day three pick the following year as well. In exchange, the Carolina Panthers got Sam Darnold. They also got Sam Darnold with one year plus his fifth year option left on his rookie deal. So really two years if they wanted it, one year 
uh, minimum. No Pro Bowls at the time. No playoff appearances or experience at the time for Sam Darnold. Still has no Pro Bowls. Still has no playoffs. And, of course, now he is with uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Now, using the Fitzgerald Spielberger NFL draft trade value chart, uh, which takes more player performance impact into their uh, draft pick value charts, which is why we're using it here, because we're involving players that have uh, potential uh, value. The New York Jets got 2,023 points, which is 420 points fewer than they spent on Sam Darnold, uh, which is the equivalent of a value between the sixth and seventh overall pick uh, split between those those trades. So if you combine the trades or the, the draft picks, rather, that sixth round pick, the second round pick and the fourth round pick, combine those values, you end up with uh, compensation that is basically a 420 point depreciation that the Jets got for Sam Darnold. On the Carson Wentz side of things, he was traded in the, to the Indianapolis Colts. The Philadelphia Eagles got a 2021 third-round pick and then a 2022 first-round pick. Those picks turned out to be the 84th overall pick in 2021 and the 16th overall pick in 2022. Uh, again, Carson Wentz, four years remaining on his contract. He had signed an extension that basically kicked in the year he was sent to Indianapolis. So he had four years remaining on his contract, one playoff start which came in 2020. He was only one for four in that game against the Seattle Seahawks before he was concussed and ended up having to leave that game. Had a near MVP season before an injury. Ultimately, the Philadelphia Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl without him. In that draft or in that trade, the Eagles got 2,350 points, according to the same value chart, which is a 299-point depreciation from where Wentz was drafted, which is equal to about the third or fourth overall pick split uh, between those day two, that day two and that day one pick. So again, they got the Philadelphia Eagles drafted Carson Wentz second overall. They traded up to get him, and they ended up trading him for the equivalent of right between the third and fourth overall pick in the NFL draft once you combine the values of the picks they got. So essentially, the Eagles got 327 points. When you look at the difference in depreciation between Wentz and Darnold, the Eagles had the benefit of about 327 points for the one Pro Bowl selection that Carson Wentz did have, despite the fact that he was also carrying a heavier price tag for the Indianapolis Colts to deal with. And that equates to about the number 125, uh, 25th overall pick. That plays a role. All those numbers, all those values that you just saw play a role into what type of deal the Washington Commanders could work out for a trade uh, for Mac Jones because that's what history is going to give you. And that's what a lot of people are going to lean on in order to try to broker this deal. But there's also a hurdle that has to be cleared in New England as well before something like this could possibly happen. So what Washington would likely have to pay and why there may be an issue completing a deal like this from within the Patriots' own organization. That's all coming up next on today's episode of Lockdown Commanders, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And that's going to come to you thanks to our friends over at FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get into the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't cash out. Right now, if you bet $100 on the Washington Nationals to win the World Series, you could get $50,000 back if it happens. Or you can go safe. You can go with Houston Astros, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are co-favorites, have the equal uh, best odds to win the World Series. That $100 bet would pay you $650 if either of those teams won. Of course, if you want to go really bold, the Oakland Athletics have the worst odds to win it all. As of right now, you put $500 on them, and you'll win a cool half million dollars if they uh, shock literally everybody, including themselves. Whether you choose to, whether you don't choose to, 
No matter how you want to play, your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 is yours to claim when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. All that at FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. for making the Locked On Commanders podcast first listen or your first view today. Want to give a shout out to everybody participating in our subtext initiative. Subtext t- subtext gives you direct access to me and Locked On Commanders like nowhere else. Exclusive news analysis, mock drafts, discussions, access, and more. And, of course, you get priority in our mailbag episodes. Mailbag episode coming up tomorrow. So if you haven't already gotten your questions or your mock drafts in, please do so. Check it out by texting HTTC. That's HTTC to 202-760-2644 to sign up today. Get your first two weeks for free while you help me figure out how we're going to build this next layer of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Incredibly excited, so looking forward to talking to even more. Commanders fans, again, just text HTTC to 202-760-2644 to get started today. Continue our discussion now about what the Washington Commanders may have to give up in a trade for Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. Again, The Jets got 2,023 points for Sam Darnold, who had no Pro Bowl appearances, no playoff experiences. The Eagles got 320 or so more points for Carson Wentz, who had one Pro Bowl appearance, barely any playoff experience, and was going to a familiar coach in Frank Reich in Indianapolis with four years of uh, contract remaining, granted at a hefty price tag. In this scenario, Washington would be getting Mac Jones, who has one Pro Bowl, one full road playoff loss, and it's a full playoff game, so I think there's some value there. Uh, Two years left on his rookie deal, plus the fifth-year option if the commanders were to exercise that and would be joining a coaching staff he's not familiar with. So uh, that would be interesting. Third offense in three seasons after getting drafted by the New England Patriots is what he would be dealing with. That's what he's dealing with uh, regardless, even if he stays in New England. But you also have the tension going on, right, between Mac Jones and Coach Bill Belichick there with the New England Patriots. And, and honestly, as we all know, that tends to diminish the value of the player that the team who's trading him away can really get because everybody kind of knows you kind of need to move on from this guy. You don't really have that great of a relationship. And according to Chris Sims, also a pro football talk, Mac actually started calling back to Alabama during last season to get insight and uh, advice on how to work with and run Matt Patricia's offense. Now. Mind you, uh, most of your Commanders fans, right? So you're probably not too familiar with the with the New England Patriots comings and goings. But Matt Patricia, never an offensive coach in the National Football League before last year, period. And then all of a sudden, he's the offensive coach, he's the offensive coordinator, he's the play caller, and he's got a second-year quarterback who had success the year before, but then they come into 2022, pretty much entirely change everything after Josh McDaniels has the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and yeah, again, suddenly everybody's just kind of thrusting this new experience, but the struggles of the unit basically laid on the feet of Mac Jones by a lot of people out here. So for me, because of all those considerations, the comparison to Darnold, the comparison to Wentz, the comparison to the situations uh, that we have here, I think I'm going to split the value for Mac Jones pretty much right down the middle. So Darnold's appreci- depreciation was 420 points. 
Wentz's depreciation was 299 points. So I'm going to kind of cut that in half. I'll give a depreciation value of 359.5, which we will round up to 360 to keep the numbers clean. So Mac Jones was originally drafted with the number 15 pick in his NFL draft, which gives us a value of 1,268 points after the depreciation. So if we're going to hit those numbers, here is the deal that we're going to build. And again, Remember, those values are equal because these are com- these are all quarterbacks we're talking about. Typically, if we're comparing a linebacker trade and a, com- and a wide receiver trade, and then we talk quarterback, we have to inflate the price a little bit because of the quarterback. But because this is the Carson Wentz trade, the Sam Darnold trade, we've already dealt with inflated numbers, so they kind of match uh, as far as inflation is concerned. It's a little bit of wiggle room, obviously, one way or the other, but by and large, it should get you in the ballpark of what you could possibly expect to have to pay to trade for Mac Jones. So, in this trade uh, that I'm presenting here today, the Washington Commanders get New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. Again, two years left on his rookie deal, plus the fifth-year option if you want it, was a pro bowler as a rookie. Here's the great part. Owed less than $5 million in contracts and guaranteed money in the next two seasons. And his fifth-year option, if you were to pick it up, right now is a Tier 2 option because of playtime bonuses. So in 2026, he would be getting $24 million on or around. That number is not solidified as of right now, but projected on or around $24 million on the fifth-year option. That's very solid starting quarterback money, especially when you consider this. A lot of these new deals that are coming out, they're going to be like $40 million, uh, stuff like that, nearing, nearing, uh, just insane numbers. So to have a quarterback on $24 million, potentially three seasons from now, uh, would be absolutely amazing opportunity for the right price, right? Of course, that's what this is all about. So in, in the trade proposal that I've built, again, the numbers kind of work. The math works. Uh, it would really be just incumbent on the Patriots and the commanders to really get it done. The Patriots would receive a 2023 sixth-round pick. Remember, in the Sam Darnold trade, the Jets took a sixth-round pick, a day-three pick. On the first day, they got the higher-round pick the following year. So I'm kind of following that model here. But like the Eagles got from the Colts, I'm giving them the higher pick uh, as as well, and and then uh, coming back with the basically the icing on top to give them the point value. So the the Patriots will get a 2023 six round pick here, pick number 215 in this year's NFL draft, which which is worth 278 points. 2024 third round pick, which is worth 786 points. 20 and a 2024 seventh round pick, which is worth 238 points. It gives us a total value of 1,302 points. Again, the depreciation math drop the the table essentially the comparative cost table down to 1268 points so we're actually uh over by by a good solid amount about 40 points uh here so we're actually overpaying a little bit compared to what we estimated would be the price which should make the patriots happy now why should the washington commanders even do this again two years left on a rookie deal fifth year option available ron rivera talked recently in the media about the importance of having that 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 i don't say underpaid but lower paid quarterback so that you can go around and you can put the pieces around your quarterback the way that they have been trying to keep Deron Payne. We'll see what they do with Montez Sweat and Chase Young, but Cameron Curl, also a guy that they, they would probably like to resign and really kind of put the nucleus of your team around. And then if you get to the situation where none of these young quarterbacks work, Sam Howell doesn't work out. Mac Jones doesn't work out. Jacoby Brissett hasn't proven to be the mid range cost uh, leader of your near future. Then you can kind of go out And if you need to go all in on trading up for a quarterback, you've got a better nucleus or a better team around that new rookie quarterback to be able to do uh, exactly that. Again, owed less than $5 million over the next two seasons. That is an amazing cap number, even if he ends up just being a backup. And in this situation, 
up front. Remember I said, I need you to listen to the entire proposal, right? You're up, you're offering up a sixth rounder this year, third rounder next year, seventh rounder next year as well. So if you want to get young at quarterback, which the commanders obviously want to make that effort. If you want to see if you can find your next franchise leader, which obviously they want to do, you don't have one yet, right? Even if you are confident in Sam Howell, you don't know for a fact that he's going to be the guy. You bring another guy in the room, you create that competition that uh, can help elevate other people or identify people who are just not able to handle that level of competition. And again, really the most important part is you give them an even, fair, clean competition and you play the guy that gives you the best opportunity to win, whether that's Sam, whether that's Mac, whether that's Jacoby Brissett. Countering the thought of a trade, however, is the fact that New England may trade, or countering the thought that New England may trade Mac Jones is that owner Robert Kraft loves his quarterback. Quote, I'm a big fan of Mac, is what Robert Kraft told media at the league meetings recently in Phoenix. He came to us as a rookie. He quarterbacked in his rookie season and did a very fine job, I thought. We made the playoffs. I think we experimented with some things last year that frankly didn't work when it came to him, in my opinion. End quote. Now, that is incredibly important because that's essentially Robert Kraft calling out his coaching staff and saying the coaches didn't really do what was best for our young quarterback, and it's not really our young quarterback's fault. Again, that's not exactly what he's saying, but I'm basically reading between the lines. Now, Commanders fans, this is why I asked you to stick around because you are probably thinking like a lot of people are thinking that Mac Jones just fell off the face of the earth uh, earth last year and just kind of fell off of an NFL performing clips, had this huge drop. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Coaching versus players. Coaches versus players is a very important thing because coaching absolutely matters. You guys know that. You've been watching the Washington Commanders for a long, long time. You know that coaching absolutely matters. There was another person in the media, a very prominent person, Mike Giardi, very well connected, who reported on Twitter, quote, talk to many people about this. To a man, those who have seen, felt this, roll their eyes. One source said to me, I don't know what Bill Belichick thought was going to happen. The decisions he made to set the table for Max, the decisions he made set the table for Max regression. For the entire offensive regression, the offensive dysfunction was felt on all levels of the offense and by all position groups. There were coaches who knew that this system play calling play design was not up to previous standards set in Foxborough with Josh McDaniels in charge. The players felt it. And lastly, on a personal note, this is Mike Giardi. I have no horse in the race. I don't give a damn who starts Mac Zappy QB to be named later does not matter. Although if you whiffed on a first round quarterback, that is fair game to dissect end quote. So Mike Giardi there quoting some people who have talked about the fact that Bill Belichick essentially made moves, brought in coaches and who brought in an offensive scheme system, play call play design that just did not work. And then basically refused to come off of it and allowed the, the NFL watching world to essentially lay blame at their young quarterbacks feet. So not everything is as it seems all the time. Still, you might have an issue with Mac Jones, but I'm here to tell you, I can probably make that price a little bit easier on you. See if we can drive off the lot with a brand new used New England Patriots quarterback. And we will discuss those matters. Take a look at the scenario that would lead to the New England Patriots wanting to trade Robert Kraft being okay with trading Mac Jones. We're going to do that right here next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. And we're going to do that thanks to our friends over at Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you've got to give this game a try. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. You start off with the worst roster in football, and you have the opportunity to retain or release, trade, hire and fire coaches, and most importantly, decide who the number one overall pick will be. 
in your drafts. All in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, on the go, as you want, when you want. Locked On Commanders listeners, you get 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just go to ultimate-gm.com or look it up in your app store. That's ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Bill Belichick and Mac Jones may have had a falling out with Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, says he still likes the kid and may feel like New England can get it turned around now that they have offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien in the room. They don't have a defensive coach calling their offense because that was never a smart thing to do. But look, I don't know that Bill Belichick is going to be so willing to continue moving forward with Mac Jones as a quarterback. Doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy to really bend and flex to his quarterback. I mean, he really didn't do it for Tom Brady. They don't see him doing it for Mac Jones, especially after the news came out that Mac Jones had been calling back to Alabama asking for tips on how to work his defensive coach's offensive play calling uh, and scheme. So I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick wants to move on from Mac Jones. So really all that's left is for Bill Belichick to get Robert Kraft uh, on the same page because while Bill does ultimately technically have all the roster control and all that stuff, Robert Kraft still owns the team. So if Robert Kraft says you're not moving my guy, you're not moving his guy. So what's gonna what's it gonna take for Robert Kraft to agree to allow Bill Belichick to kind of cut his losses and move forward while he can? Well, in order for the Patriots to trade Mac Jones, I think they have to get a quarterback in round one. That quarterback probably would be Will Levis, who has drawn comparisons to Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Not sure that I see that, but New England uh, has seen Josh Allen take his team, the Buffalo Bills, to the top of the division that they're used to controlling and have controlled for the last two decades. So if Belichick is going to convince Kraft it's the right thing to do, he's got to give new offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien a new quarterback to mold, one that Robert Kraft can see a future with, and Will Levis may potentially be that guy. We looked at Vinny Iyer's mock draft yesterday from the Sporting News, and in that mock draft, he had Will Levis dropping to number 19 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if he's available at 19, he's sure as heck available at number 14. So we will use that projection. We will start there at number 14 with Will Levis actually going to the Patriots. So I conducted a little bit of a mini mock draft here. It's not mock draft Monday, but to fully flesh out this exercise and to kind of show you guys why the investment in Mac Jones may very well be worth it, I had to go back through pff.com, user mock draft simulator. And as we get on the clock at number 16, Mac Jones or uh, Mac Jones, Will Levis has gone to the New England Patriots number 14. We made the call. We executed the trade that I talked about earlier. So Mac Jones is now on our roster and now we have the number 16 pick. And on the phone is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers working the math again. This time we're switching over to the Jimmy Johnson model. We're just talking pure draft picks. We're not talking player influence uh, ratings or anything like that. So we're going back to the Jimmy Johnson model. That is more just pure draft pick opportunity. So it's just pick value. So I'm going from 16, dropping back to 19 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
And I'm going to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2024 third round pick in exchange. So 16 to 19, and I get the third round pick for next year. So I get the third round pick that we sent to New England for Mac Jones back in next year's draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers take edge rusher Miles Murphy, which is fine because we weren't going to take Miles Murphy. Anyway, we come back at number 19 and we get cornerback Deontay Banks out of Maryland, which I know at least one locked on commanders viewer is uncomfortable with guys who, who kind of have these meteoric rises here late in the draft season. I will tell you, Deontay Banks, a second round projection for pretty much the entire offseason recently, probably last month or so, worked his way into the end of the first round. I don't know that I call that a meteoric rise. I get your nervousness, but I think you would be okay here. We come back at pick number 47, and we get tight end Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State. I've talked about before, you need to get a tight end in this class. So here's we're getting closer to the NFL draft. I'm going to start kind of holding myself to that assertion. Tight end Luke Musgrave, a really solid weapon for Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, or Mac Jones, whoever it turns out to be. You may notice no pick 97 on pick 97. We make another trade this time. We connect with the Chicago Bears. And in this trade, we're taking pick number 103. That's in the fourth round. We're getting pick number 148 as well. And the Chicago Bears are getting pick number 97, which turns into cornerback Jartavius Martin out of Illinois. Back to our draft now. With the 103rd pick that we just got from the Chicago Bears, we take linebacker Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin. If you're used to hearing Nick Herbig described as an edge, a lot of places have him described as an edge, but I believe that in Washington's defense, Jack Del Rio converts him to an off-ball linebacker. So Nick Herbig, Wisconsin, we get our linebacker there. Number 118, when we come back, we go guard Chandler Zavala out of NC State. And number 148, we grab running back Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. So that's our mock draft. Now, you still have a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and a seventh-round pick left in this draft, but for this show's purposes, we're going to keep it to a four-round, kind of fifth-round. Zach Evans, uh, we snuck that pick in there just for a little bit of flavor, but we get a cornerback to join the group. We get a tight end to lead the way into the future. We get ourselves an off-ball linebacker to mold, mentor, and potentially make an impact in your run. We continue to improve the offensive line, and we get a running back to join Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, and oh, by the way, we still have three day three picks left and in reality when you look at the trade right we sent a third round pick a sixth round pick and a seventh round pick for mac jones we got the third round pick back so really you're talking about mac jones for a 2023 sixth round pick and a 2024 seventh round pick i think that is worth the investment especially when you get deontay banks luke musgrave nick herbig chandler zavala zach evans and you still got the rest of day three three more picks to make so obviously i like it but i put it together so that doesn't really say anything right let me know what you think. Did I convince you? Did I do enough to convince you that Mac Jones would be worth what is essentially a sixth and seventh round investment? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in email. Let me know via text or on Twitter. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Commanders your first listener, your first view of the day. For your second, check out Lockdown NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. Shout out to Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. They did an amazing episode about the Joe, uh, not the Joe, the Mac Jones and Bill Belichick drama, which kind of helped inspire today's episode so i'm listening to them and drawing inspiration make sure you're also listening to them as well every monday through friday find locked on nfl scouting with the draft dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube i will be back on wednesday afternoon for a live mailbag episode just like we did last week so if you haven't already get your questions in your mock drafts in and we'll hammer out as many of those as we can and you still have time to answer this week's question of the week if you could add a quarterback to the commander's current roster who would it be and why we'll be going over those answers at the end of the week 
And I'll give you another question that I want to take with you into the weekend. Send your questions, send your mock drafts, send your answers via email to LockedOnCommanders at gmail.com or on Twitter at dharrison82 or in the YouTube comments, or you can text me whenever you want, 202-760-2644. Signing off for today, I'm David Harrison, staff writer for Commander Country of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, credential member of the media covering your Washington Commanders, and more importantly, hanging out with you five times a week. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and I'll see you right back here next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.